0: And Airbnb, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com/host.
2: I've been walking with no shoes. Everybody, welcome to the football ramble preview show, sponsored by Betfair. Huge wins for West Ham and Everton as the Premier League plot thickens. It's Friday, 8th of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Andy Russell, and I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome everybody, it's Friday and it's good to see you three chaps again. Great
3: to see you too. Um, the The amount of words you're able to fit in that intro there, you're turning into snow. Yeah. I'm in former fame <laughs> oh, I think it's to get to that stage at one point Let's I was going to say Twister actually Twister I was going to say Scatman
2: John yeah. to, <laughs> to date The finest set of compliments I've ever received Yeah. Mm. Both. I think Scatman John and Snow are from Canada Can, Snow is definitely yeah. from Canada one's, think, one's dead Yeah, yeah. Scatman um,
3: died not that long ago yeah. I think Twister's from Tunbridge Wells <laughs>
2: I wasn't addressing your point, Andy, (laughs) Um, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I tell you what, it is Friday, and what a Friday it is. We are fresh from seeing the Charlatans, of course. Mm -hmm. God bless them. We had a lovely time there. We did. And Mm -hmm. uh, what do they
4: do for their um, final song? Because I and green, always, always the same. Which song's that? Oh, we, on, tell I him just later. sing the chorus to I me. Don't, there isn't really a chorus. you've got a lovely singing voice. It's, it's a wig out. It's a, a wig, wig out. A <laughs> lot of wigging out in that band, isn't there? So
3: the great thing about Sproston Green is that it means Tim Burgess <laughs> mm. can leave the stage about five minutes before the gig finishes right. because there's no more singing. Yeah. So he just walks off, and the rest yeah. of the band wig out for a bit. Right, he's okay. probably in the in the coach. he's no, probably, he's, he's, probably he's, doing a glass of wine. He's
2: making, he's making the rest of the band a cup of tea. So when they come off, it's ready for them. Very nice. I'm so, writing an yeah.
3: article for Guardian. Something you
2: should do more of. Well, I'm the last one to leave the stage by popular demand. I'm the last
3: one to make a cup of tea.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we uh... I wouldn't trust it with a
4: hot drink though. You don't want no, you he, don't want he one. He doesn't know his way around one. Yeah. No. Total bollocks.
2: <laughs> I was a runner for a long time and that's where you learn. That's to where make you met Jeff seat. Shreves. Don't run with it. <laughs> that's where you first met Jeff Shreves. Ah uh, well, mate. It is. I was yeah, I was, I was in the same room as him on Monday night. There we go. Yeah. Oh yeah, the odds. There was a oh, lot of other on? people. We I spoke about it on Ramble Uncut. Okay, mm. right, that's fine. for the that's for the, the, Patriots, Patriots, really cool. for the Spoiler: We
3: didn't win anything.
2: No, we weren't even nominated this no. year. A difficult um, win <laughs> from,
4: from that <laughs> position, really, isn't it? Yeah. But as I said to
2: the people on on can't have
4: won a league on.
2: <laughs> yeah. To uh, the good people on, on Ramble Uncut, I was sat next to Henry Winter and had a very very lovely time with him. No, can and I win. just say? But we've got to move and on. I really to wanted to say that in Luke's presence. Yeah, and that's fine. I said it at the time on WhatsApp. Yeah, I said it.
3: I'll say it again now for our listeners. You sat next to Henry Winter Talking
2: about England and Sven Yeah, on a
3: table Can yeah. you think of
2: anything more marvellous and, than that? And I love you Yeah, right? thanks, thanks
3: mm. uh, I don't like Henry Winter But um, that it is, sounds like the worst conversation of all time When you said,
2: <laughs> when you said and I love you yeah. It sounds like you've done something really bad to me <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're only doing it because and you I did it because me. I love you <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I just can't imagine sitting for longer than 20 seconds listening to you speak to Henry Winter
4: Wow I think even Marcus and understands that, and, and and that's why you're not
2: invited. <laughs> yeah, fine. <No> <laughs> fine. <laughs> but it, he's, he's a genuinely a lovely man, and I will die on that hill, yeah, uh, being killed rest, by rest, Luke Moore. Rest in peace, <laughs> right, gentlemen. Spurs one, West Ham United two. Played well though, Spurs, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they played well. I'm, just, they got, I'm just loving that. Chat. Lovely stadium. Yeah, great football. Yeah, nil pois. Yeah, very few yes. injuries
4: nowadays. <laughs> all of their players came back, and they're losing at home to West Ham.
2: I loved it when I think the commentator.
4: Hang the floor, on, all their players came back. I'm saying they don't have the injury crisis they had a few weeks ago.
2: They're losing
3: them, basically all their key players. Yeah, he's no, just he's not. just they're they're coming back. back. He's just warming up before we talk about Newcastle. Yeah, right. Madison's out. Van de Ven's out. Fine, uh-huh. but look, all they the couldn't play Papé could. There was uh-huh.
2: there was loads of players out injured. Gaz are still out. And that's been yeah, part, part of it, <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah, I, I, no, gas, they have, they've lost out. a lot of players, um, and 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 they're not winning. Andy Brassel they are not winning, um, and it, it, it's. You know, you know, Ange, Ange himself said um, after the match, us being good means us being 3-0 up at half-time. It's not just about playing well. 1-0 up at half-time was not a good performance for So us. he
5: was fine to humour, good performance without results a couple of weeks ago, but now it's getting a bit annoying, especially in a manner like this. Because if you think both of those West Ham goals are Spurs pratfalls, that you think like couldn't really happen again, mm. weren't they? Are you turning on Ange, Andy? Am I turning on Ange? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs>
5: okay. Ask I, me. <laughs> I, I interviewed him once and he was wearing the sort of jumper mm. like my dad used to wear to the pub and it, I found it quite comfortable. That's nice. I yeah. like
3: I like that people like him personally and I'm very interested to see how long Spurs fans will remember that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> A very short because, period of time you remember that. Yeah, because it, it, was,
3: it was always oh yeah, it's great. It's great to have him at the club, you know. Mm. He's not like... Um, I mean, to be fair, Conte and Mourinho were both in places disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um and Ange seems like a good dude and that's a good thing. We need more of those kind of people in football because you know a lot of the time managers either seem like complete weirdos or dickheads and Ange doesn't seem like either of those. That's good. But at the same time you know, that this is becoming a bit of a habit now. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree with Pete. I've lost a lot of players. They'll have nine first-team players out for the game against Newcastle. Admittedly, Newcastle, I think, will have 13 players <laughs> out because that's how football is these days. <laughs> yep. um, in theory, you get great football and lots of it, but in reality, a lot of the time, top players now just can't play. It'll be like a next-gen game. You remember it, those it, ones? It, it will be a bit yes. like that. It get will the young'uns out there, yeah. So, so there's, that's, a, that's a factor. But I said this at the start of the season, and I still think it now... Uh, with the f- terms of a first eleven, the way Ange Postacoglu wants to play, Spurs are a match for anyone. But they really are. But it becomes very threadbare very quickly mm-hmm. as soon as um,
5: as soon as you lose some players. And and they. You know, well, that's not something that can be laid on him, is it? And I think people are smart enough to realise that. Spurs fans are smart enough to realise. I don't
3: think that. I, I'm not trying to lay that at him. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just trying to give a realistic picture of where they are at the moment. Sure. And it was interesting, wasn't it, ahead of the game last night? It was. there was. Obviously, people were being brief and journalists were reporting that they're gonna, there's three or four areas they want to strengthen in as soon as possible in January, mm-hmm. and I can see why, to be perfectly honest.
2: I mean, look, the, the, the reality is they, you know, they haven't won. They've lost four in their last five and, 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 and haven't won in that time. They're three points behind Manchester City. Yeah.
4: No, I know Manchester. Yeah, are yeah. oh, a Man City. That's not a, that's surely not a a marker this season at this point. In well, the season. But they either. are the champions, though.
2: I mean, like, I I understand your point that Arsenal are, are are nine points ahead of of Spurs, but I don't think realistically we were thinking too much of the title at Tottenham. Yeah. I think it, that they would very much have been very pleased well, some with the people. Chip.
5: Some people were. You could, you could you could argue that the incredible opening starts of the season has made a bit of a. Off for his own back, really. yeah,
2: yeah, I think if you were to offer them a Champions League spot, they they, mm. they would take that. And I'm on. Un- oh, sure, is, and that would be an
4: enormous success. It would be an enormous. They'd probably success Probably take a few wins at home as well. <laughs> <They> <laughs> Can we have a well, few of those as well.
2: Yeah, I think. Well, you'd need them if you wanted the Champions League spot. But they are just three points off it, having had a very poor run of form in the league so it goes to show how good it has been um, up until that point but you know they, they played well in the first half they should have been up you know David Moyes said you know they were lucky he said at, at half time it was one nil. he said oh thank goodness for that kind of thing you know we've got away with that and then of course in the second half as, as it played out I found it funny that um, the commentator at full time went oh master class from David Moyes of West Ham and then as you saw some of the comments after the game Moyes was like yeah we're a bit lucky to be honest yeah. <laughs> um, but West Ham it's, it's a fantastic win for them yes they rode their luck I mean had a good chance to, you know, when when, when he came on. With the header, yeah, um, 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 nice ball in from Poro, wasn't it? Lovely ball in from Poro, but they didn't take him. And as and as Postacoglu, I think, is is trying to get the message across, is it's all very well playing nice football, but if there's no end result, you know, the journey is important, but so is the destination Yeah, he said. He,
3: he, he, well, he said, didn't he? He said, um, you know, I'm. I, 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 we're too passive. We're yep. not. We're not kind of. We don't assert ourselves enough. And I don't want to hear about this kind of nice football stuff.
2: When well, he felt his again. team, they were one nil up. oh well, the result will take care of itself. Was yeah. what the word. The words it's he, a big derby used.
3: game as well. You, know, you can't really afford to do that. West Ham are well versed in having hardly any of the ball, but the ball they have, they mm-hmm. make count. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty five percent possession is, you know, not massively impressive. But ultimately, it's what you do with the ball and away from home against a team like Spurs, they clearly had a plan. The plan worked. Yeah, look. There was a an element of fortune around the fact that Spurs didn't go into the break a lot further ahead, but also an element of fortune
2: in
5: the, in the goal that, um,
3: that Paul scored. scored off the We well, could even yesterday.
2: say Bowen, though. It was a sort of ricochet. Yeah, yeah was. Well, so, they, so, they, so, yeah. they
5: were both really fortunate. Like, those two goals could not happen again if if, if they tried. Now, I think the West Ham thing's really interesting, isn't it? Because if you look at them, if you look at the numbers, defensively, the numbers have been really quite poor all, all season. Like, mm. the the underlying numbers. And again, I think you saw that with Richarlison missing a chance that like he would have to try to miss again almost. <laughs> yeah. So I just wonder that like it feels to me that West Ham are operating at the absolute ceiling of where they can points-wise at, at, at the moment. Okay, it's a great win, but um yeah, I'd, I you would still back Spurs in the long term, wouldn't you?
3: Yeah, I think if Spurs can get their players back
5: uh, to a kind of really meaningful level, but and this is a you know
3: a couple of big ifs here. Strengthening in January, mm. when it gets down the stretch, they haven't got Europe, mm-hmm. so it's, it that could play into their hands a wee bit.
5: Agreed. And um, for, for, for for them, strengthening is something they won't just do in January; they'll do it over the next two or three transfer windows. Because what Postacoli inherited is a bit of a mess. Yeah. And, and what he's done, yeah, so, what he's done so far in just changing the atmosphere mm-hmm. around Spurs. I mean, this is an annoyance, but it's not something that's derailing them,
3: is it? But, no, no, no. But, but I would also add on the West Ham side, you know. Deviate slightly from Andy. I haven't seen the numbers he talks about. I'm sure he's right. Um, Andy is a numbers bod more yeah, than me, indeed, so I'll defer yeah. to him on that. They seem to have like a pretty solid way of playing defensively, and then they've got X factor players who can do stuff going forward. I mean, like a front three, you. Know, you of of um I think it was Kudus who played through the middle last night, Bowen and Pakatar mm-hmm. they're missing Antonio, oh. arguably their most important forward player, and they're still able to do this. War Pras can pop up and he can do you know do things that other players can't do. So yeah, sure. it's a lot of um
2: a lot of things to be positive. They, they should cement their place in the top half of the Premier League table. Bearing in mind they've got European football as well. Mm. And cons- considering, you know, for the first half or whatever it was of last season there was, was, you know, a slight worry. It was probably only more, slight more than, relegation. More than the first yeah. half, Marcus. Yeah.
5: I, I think the thing is, because of the excitement, the understandable excitement over the Conference League, you could forget that on... If, if you just take the players they've got and the league campaign, Moyes is lucky to keep his job off the back of that. Mm-hmm. There's There's no question about that. So they needed to improve big time in the league and find that balance between... Performing in Europe, which yeah. obviously they're gonna because they're much better than other teams
2: in, the, in in the group stage. You like to suck the romance out of West Ham's European campaigns, don't you? Do I? Yeah. yeah.
3: I think he likes to suck the romance out of everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: At least that's what his wife told me.
2: I you know, and I know Peter. I know Peter. You think it's not possible to suck romance out of something? No, um, you can blow it into it. Yeah. <laughs> do you want? That, do you want to show
3: us on the on the teddy bear? On now? the teddy
2: bear, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but one thing they do have West Ham Peter they have is
4: Jared Bowen they do have Jared Bowen and did
2: did you enjoy Les Ferdinand quizzing him about playing as a number nine after the game
4: I mean, if you Pete enjoys anything him. Les Ferdinand does. Exactly, I mean, it's yeah. very difficult to imagine. He, can, he <laughs> could suck or blow anything into <laughs> out of
3: me. Les Ferdinand could, could perform an armed robbery on Pete's corner shop hmm. and Pete Steele would defend
4: him. <laughs> I'd give him all the crisps. Yeah, you'd run, so, out, you run, you run after, you like, after him. Would you like a box of crisps for the journey? That robbery probably took it out of you. You're probably a bit hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: Les, you forgot the skips. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do we know? He's not a
4: skip's man. He's a uh, rustlers or something. How do we know? Rustler's. Rustler's is a burger. You meant roysters meant yeah, How do
3: you know it's Res Ferdinand robbed your shop? He's got loads of mouth ulcers. He
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look like the sort of man who microwave a burger, does he? No. no or no, eat no, crisps really, no. to be fair. Or yeah, eat yeah, anything.
2: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing to to Les? <laughs> but let, let, let's
5: Les talking to Jared about the
3: idea of how you um you play effectively as a number nine on the rest of it. It's mm. good stuff. It's great content, oh, yeah. actually. you just got to
2: hang in the air for ages and then the ball will eventually come to you and just nod it in the back of the exactly. neck. <laughs> Get yourself That's up it.
3: about a week early and go. stay there for a bit. Uh-huh. Like a salmon in mating
2: season. Oh, he's like David Blaine hanging in the air, <laughs> wasn't he? Like a man with a helicopter. Oh, are yeah, you talking? Uh, absolutely right. But a great win for West Ham, uh, who, of course, face free-scoring Fulham on Sunday. Oh, um, more on that later. Uh, oh, uh, Newcastle are off to uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, In the injury derby, Mm. uh, which will be an interesting one. Um, Newcastle, um, of course, uh, then have a match against Milan in the Champions League on Wednesday the 13th of December. So a busy time for them. Uh, And is that why they phoned in the performance
4: against Everton, Peter? 3-0. I, yeah, I, well, it, I mean, it was very much nil-nil until quite late on, which was rather upsetting. So and I think give, with, him so, so give him a point. So I think, right. with, um, yeah. I think with Newcastle, you've just, at this moment in time, just they may have a pretty decent 11, mm-hmm. but just wait them out because yeah. P- Kieran Trippier's going to make two yeah. mistakes inexplicably.
2: You need, your, you need your your wisest and most experienced players to step up at these <laughs> moments. But, you know, someone
5: was saying to me at the, at the weekend at the Newcastle um, Man United game, like in any normal situation. Trippier would be having a rest at the moment, and oh, yeah. that's what they yeah. bought Livramento for. You know, yeah. it, and, and that this was this was the moment, I guess, where he and Newcastle's current eleven, which you know yeah. you don't need to wonder who they're going to play against um, Spurs at the weekend and who they're going to play against Milan next, week it will be the same eleven. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, it, it was it was the bit where Trippier and the entire team was like, as Pete was saying, just we can't anymore, we can't do much more. And so,
3: and so can I? Can I make a slightly different, like potentially a, a, a bit of a spicy take? On This Ooh. is that I think the two errors that Trippier undoubtedly made, which were less than ideal, and obviously, you don't want a player particularly of his experience to be doing that. I still think there was quite a lot for the Everton players to do.
2: Dwight so McNeil finished
4: it mm. with a plomb,
3: they were quite far up the pitch. Yeah, mm. it wasn't like a back pass error or get caught in possession on the edge of your own box type of thing.
4: It's just error. out of character for Trippier, though, isn't it? It is, but I yeah. think there
3: was, I still think that actually, maybe because as you guys were alluding to, the Newcastle players just all red zoned at the moment because they're so tired and they couldn't do anything about it it felt a bit to me like if I was trippier, yeah, fine, I've made a mistake but Mm. you guys
5: could have Dug in there and sat in and helped. But well, that's the whole yeah. point, isn't there? There's, they there's there's not the freshness.
3: Yeah,
2: well oh, they, they did, found a bit is... of they found a bit of energy, Andy, when Jordan Pickford was celebrating after the game. <laughs> oh they? yeah. Oh, suddenly the energy levels were all topped <laughs> up then, weren't they? Gimreş was absolutely I... fuming. <laughs> <laughs> they All about the energy then. <laughs> and the...
3: <laughs> and the <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Pickford does do that, doesn't he? And the Piff posse, I tell you, would have been fuming about that. The Piff posse, you know yeah. why? Because uh-huh. the sponsor kept got ripped off of Bruno Gimarese's shirt. Right. So him. all the photos ah. today don't show the sponsorship.
4: Got it. Well, presumably he's got it tattooed underneath. More optics. Yeah, lift yeah.
2: your shirt back. up and show your tattoo. There you yeah. go. You yeah. didn't score though, so yeah, he, he didn't
4: he, he em, do that. Emil Kraft got a couple of minutes at centre back. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> he would have. He would have went. I can't wait to kick a football get A centre back. Yeah. But, but
5: that's the sort of thing you would do. Like if you were. Harry Redknapp slash, slash Thomas Tuchel slash anyone who's Jose trying to make Marino. a point about the lack of yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah, yeah. what you do like a couple of days before the transfer yeah. window isn't it yeah you is put it, three it... you put three
2: keepers on the bench yeah yeah that's uh, would he be idea. pointing up at the uh, at the scoreboard you know the Amazon doing that substitutes thing still got, look they're all still there <laughs> oh, I haven't <laughs> used one have I <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: why did they why did Eddie Howe only use two subs then if the players are so tired because the others are so bad because he doesn't I mean, trust
4: who have we got on the bench we've got um yeah, yeah two um, goalkeepers uh. We've got Paul Dummett, Matt Ritchie. <laughs> Matt Ritchie's always going to get his game. Yeah, Matt Ritchie's always going to come I, on.
3: I actually, th- I actually saw um, in the lineup. I was like. I thought about that point. earlier. I was like, "Why hasn't he's got he's got Jacob Murphy on the bench? Why don't they bring him up?" It's not. It's a bloke called Murphy I've never heard of. No, he's
4: like 19 got 19. Yeah. Plays at the back. Alex Murphy. Yeah, yeah just look at the, you just look at the squad numbers, don't you? 29. Mark Gillespie, uh, third keeper. Uh, Amadou Diallo, 49, 54, and 63. It's not what you want. to Phil see. Phil Foden wears number 47. Would you like it him in the team? Yes, I would. Marcus asking that. You yeah, should be asking the most tough questions. I, well, I
2: what? Why would I bother? Yeah. Um, I think that with Newcastle, I was surprised actually that he didn't play. One or two newer faces in this game. Now I understand Everton have won the match three 0 but unless there's there's a huge upturn in fortune with regards to injured players coming back, Spurs away is a tougher fixture on on paper. And then Milan and the Milan game it's is massive, is huge, massive. Yeah, so. I don't know. Maybe and you could
5: argue Spurs are a direct competitor. You, you? Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah, I understand Everton have, have beaten them 3-0 and Everton missed a lot of chances. So again, that's not a slot on Everton. But just, you know, I don't think it's a foolish point to make that on paper away to Spurs is harder um, than a. No, could isn't. in park. Um, so, but he didn't do it and, and, and they were punished. Um, and, and credit to Everton, by the way. Very who, much who, so. Since,
3: they, since they've had this um, punishment, which, you know, is really, by and large, nothing really to do with the players. Um, it's soul destroying. I mean, if they mm. if they hadn't had that ten point deduction, they'd be above Chelsea in the, in the table. They'd be doing really having, well. Having said that,
5: you look at the they've you channeled at, it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you look at you look at the team they've got. You look at their home form. They're never going to be. Smack bang it! If you're going to lose ten points, this is the season to do it. Yeah, I do I, agree I, with that. I, yeah. I know, like, obviously, that like, Everton fans won't see it that way. But in terms of staying out of relegation trouble, whilst I don't know anyone who thought when they got deducted those points, oh, they're in big trouble now. Mm. It's, it's it's like a, a sentence on their season that they're yeah, but they it, it, it is. It,
2: I, I do agree with that, but it is a huge point. To stay and of it's, it and it's of also it
5: it's also quite
3: easy to say that in the rearview mirror now like they only finished, they only escaped relegation at the time they only escaped relegation by 2 points last season there's absolutely better no now. guarantees but, but they are better now but yeah. that, that's empirically true because they've had 12 or whatever games and they've shown that it, no but they've got a better squad now
5: they've got a
4: better Just manager they've spent loads of money from, the start, yeah. <laughs> well done, from lads.
5: the start of the season and there are three teams in there who you think yeah all right when you say they're they're this, a a is, a, this is a the season buffer. to do
2: it before people start thinking all right, like, just spend, spend, spend. It <laughs> won't count for the season. Yeah. Okay, so don't be fooled by that. Yeah.
4: Do it every season, but just make sure you buy decent players
3: for that amount of money. <laughs> nothing, nothing bad can come of spending loads of money. No,
2: as, no. A, as, a, exactly.
4: as a Portsmouth fan knows. As <laughs> <that> John says,
2: <laughs> but it's <there's> nice <no laughs> to see Martin Debravka get a little
3: run out. He looked a bit shaky as well at times, did not he? I don't know. He's, he's always evening.
4: been pretty. He's always been pretty solid, but I mean, there were. M- m- Pretty much point blank, sort of smashes past I don't it, think for they? the
3: goal, but I think there are one or two handling issues yeah. throughout the game, from what I saw. A bit rusty. Yeah, yeah, a little rusty. bit
4: rusty. Yeah, Sean he'll, he'll get his time, though, because he pops up forever. Yeah, but
3: kind of, but the kind of rustiness that makes you think, oh, is that David De Gea in the stand? <laughs> <laughs> are we back to Carius in the Cups, though? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Is maybe. That what that means? Yeah. That'd be
2: good, wouldn't it? That would be. He's the man for the Milan game. Oh, big time. He Come is. On. Yeah, yeah. Getting back in the Champions he's League. He's bigger
4: physically. He's, yeah. he's
2: more muscular. Very sexy as well. <laughs> sexy. Um, Speaking of sexy, Sean Dyche said in the post-match, uh, this season, apart from the obvious uh, with the 10 points, I think we've been in terrific form. Might be slightly generous to say this season, but as Luke was saying, Andy, Everton have been in great form recently. Um, Should have been, uh, you know, a couple of goals. I mean, I understand one might say, oh, well, Trippier's errors and da 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 You know, Everton should have been got, you know, a few goals to go. Calvert Loon missed a great chance. Yeah, but Anthony
5: Gordon missed a great one at at 0 0 as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I think Everton were good value for the the win. I
5: I don't reckon it's a 3 0 kind of game. I think what's what's interesting is they could have done with spreading the goals out a bit because what Daesh is saying about they've played really well all season. I think if you go back to those early games of the season, you look at the Fulham game at Goodison Park, really.
2: Well, they had a lot of chances.
5: They, they battered them and they ended up losing 1 0. Mm. So, it's, I mean, it's the opening day, though. I mean, the opening day is a bit of an anomaly, really. No, I think the Everton have the, improved. The whole, they have. The whole opening part of the season, they're playing well at home, but they can't put it in the back of the net and they can't get the results and they've just become unblocked, really. That's what's yeah. happened.
2: And indeed, and so a 3 0 victory like that is, is, is absolutely just the tonic for and them. The, and the, I, I, Goodison specifically.
3: And they'll sniff a bit of blood on Sunday because they played Chelsea at home. Mm. That's Ooh. a big opportunity for them.
2: They, 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 they shall do um, so yeah another round of Premier League fixtures presented to us by Amazon Prime comes to an end yeah, you sound like we we'll be a sponsored. They're not paying us fuck all for you, sir. No, they're not. <laughs> um, uh, although that's by X-ray. There is another. There yeah. is another round coming, though. I believe. Yes, um, there will be. Th- yeah. Although
3: Amazon big... haven't um, um, optioned anything for the next round, have they? Twenty twenty-five to twenty twenty-nine. I've got nothing.
2: No, that's it. They've
5: so... just uh, decided to keep their powder dry. Yeah, Jurgen yeah. you know, Klopp's only ever mean on there.
2: So <laughs> well, I was about to say. I mean, uh, <laughs> will, will Klopp be? Will he be He's all a Netflix like... man? He's a... <laughs> so
5: You've got stranger things. Get fucked.
3: He's <laughs> HBO
2: man, surely. <laughs> yeah. Angry. He was particularly antsy. We, we know he can be a bit of a sore loser. Uh and, uh, and 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 even, even though they didn't lose the game, of course, Sheffield United. But uh, yeah, he was a bit prickly, wasn't he? Was it, to, um, was it Marcus Buckland, the presenter?
5: Yes. Yeah. it was. It was a bit child on a late night. You know, It felt quite, you, I, quite you, protective
2: you... of a fellow Marcus. Yeah, stop! <laughs> <laughs> <Clop, laughs> it's nice to put
5: Marcus in there. Shut up! <laughs> it's like that idea. If you've had like an, an extra game during the week, everyone's a bit more tired. Everyone's a bit more unreasonable. Mm. So it could be like. Kieran Trippier completely losing his compass, or it could be. Klopp completely losing his shit for really no reason. Mm. The thing
2: thing is... uh, You were a bit harsher to him on the WhatsApp group, Andy. Yeah. (laughs) Allow me.
5: No, I'm I, I,
3: joking. My take on this is just a bit that Klopp can be like this. He's very prickly at best sometimes. Mm -hmm. He does feel... I think it's part of a symptom of how close he feels to his players. He's very avuncular to his players. He sees his players going through it and really dedicating themselves. He actually did speak a bit about that in the thing that got lost in all the noise of the kind of... The way he behaved, which wasn't ideal, mm. um, so I do understand that. But he, it didn't look great for essentially someone who's a custodian at a club the size of Liverpool. But I would say, you know, at the risk of you know criticizing a fellow broadcaster, I thought it was a stupid question.
4: I thought, was, I thought well, he, it was more of a comment than a. He question.
3: phrased it in a really stupid way, mm. and it was a little over
4: familiar. You yeah, you and which, which, but I think Klopp covets that a little. Sometimes, bit Sometimes he does totally.
3: Yeah, but 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 the way he did, the way he said it, was almost a bit like sarcastically. And I
5: think that's what annoyed. Well, that's me. how he that's how he took it. Definitely, yeah. I'm not sure that's how it was meant, but that's definitely how he took I, it.
3: I'm not look, look, live TV is very very hard. I've never been able to do it, and I'm never going to be able to do it. So I totally respect Marcus Butlin for, for the way he goes about doing his job. It's not easy. I get that, um, and it's you know pressures on and all the rest of it. I just thought if he's been honest with himself, I think he probably wouldn't have phrased like that. Given the chance again, uh, regardless of the, the response from Klopp, I think it was a sarcastic way of doing it, and he knew he should have known that Klopp was very prickly about What's it. What's
5: German for? I think you are taking the piss. <laughs> fraud.
3: <Schadenfreude. laughs>
2: <laughs> what's, what's German for? nah I'm a fucking football manager. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> not uh, take the piss here. Yeah. <laughs> Roy right, had a little one, didn't he? Yeah. But it was the Palace fans Pete are, was uh, talking uh, that Pete and Mike and were talking about you it. You were talking about it on Ramble React. We're yeah, right, yeah. He was oh. saying that Crystal
5: Palace fans never had it so good. It's a bit Red nap, isn't
3: it?
2: I mean, it that,
5: that that is the sort of thing that if you're a Palace fan, makes you think, right.
4: <laughs> that, that, I mean, that is provo- We didn't necessarily want you all that much and this is where, what we're getting, right? Okay. It's fine. provoked a lot of conversation in, yeah.
5: on, on Palace Twitter over the last couple of days, let's right. say.
2: So when did Palace have it better, Andy? Cup no, final. That, that, that's Cup final. The, yeah. So, pardon you.
3: <laughs> I was thinking about the cup final before. There's that. the bear trap. But, but, but Marcus, it's, it's not. <laughs> no, uh, I
2: understand I that.
5: Understand. Fine.
2: Okay. It's, it's, it's
5: fine, fine for us to sit here and go. Oh, yeah, but, well, they start comfortably every season. We're, we're not paying hundreds and hundreds of pounds to watch them play largely shit football for a number like, of
3: years. It's also like Trippier's coming out after the game last night and saying, well, tell me a better right back you've had. <laughs>
5: <I> mean, <yeah. laughs>
3: sounds ridiculous. It's, it's never meant to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, uh, before we go to a break, everybody, big news. Big news. Enormous news. The Ramble Mailbag is going weekly. Oh. Weekly, I tells you. Yeah.
4: How is the mail? How is the fibres separating the cloth with the um, yarn that ties the mailbag together? <laughs> how is with? it going to? It's an AI thing. Maintain, it's an AI thing. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, right. like uh, our listeners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, the the, the mailbag. You've loved it. We've loved it. So we're bringing you a brand new ramble mailbag show every single Saturday. And join us tomorrow because it promises to be a bloody brilliant episode.
1: What about um, Villa, your old
2: side, be hoping for big things to this evening? Yeah, I think it lot. like we said earlier, they've won, oh, and there's a goal. Welcome back to the Football
3: Ramble, everybody.
4: <laughs> Is that a Hall? It Must be. Yeah. Must
3: mm. be. Stinks to high heaven about Bonlehore,
1: that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he was on uh, Talkspot this morning singing the theme tune to All and Horses, which obviously delighted me. <laughs> But well, the intro or the uh, or the end credits? One? Yeah, it's an important question.
3: Saying. No, Absolutely it's an atrocious. important question because oh. the
4: the, diff- the songs are different. The oh.
3: pony in my pocket. Is it is it Hookie Street or is it the other one? Oh. Which do you prefer?
4: Hookie Street, then. I think yeah. it was Hookie Street. That's no. the coda. Oh, kind of. We don't need it.
3: Right?
2: Yeah, we, no, we do. We don't need it. We want it. We don't need it. <laughs> it, don't need it. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: but I I, I mean, he's just bad, isn't it? It's just bad. It's stuff.
4: just bad. Yeah. It's just bad radio. It's bad
3: stuff. Alan Brazil was doing drunk and karaoke at 3 p.m. yesterday, so.
4: Oh, that's why Jamie O'Hara is on the spot. <laughs> going, going through his uh, favourite Only Purs and Horses uh, episodes, uh, they uh, know their was, audience. Which was he, he mentioned the one with the chandelier, the one where he falls to the bar, and that's it. Yeah, Beckham Spring. Good Beckham Spring. Not Peckham's connoisseur's Spring. choice,
3: is it? No, um, I, I think it's.
4: It takes Miami. I think it takes a remarkable
3: <laughs> amount of <chutzpah>, Shitspur, <laughs> a remarkable amount of Shitspur to have a thought process that says. The nation wants to wake up to Jamie O'Hara and Gabriel Bonlaw.
4: <laughs> so, so it was um, the Ron Pelley and and, and um, I O'Hara. Ray. I love Ray, but O'Hara's like leading. He's the main presenter. I that know. is bizarre. I know. I know.
2: Should be Donaldson. Should Give be Donaldson to the end of the season. To the end of the no, Dawson right, no. set to- fire to his radio we'll career talk- with what he did on we'll air we'll on Absolute talk- Radio. We'll be
4: talking about fairies next. He didn't know. To be
3: fair to Pete, he didn't know there's <laughs> a webcam. Didn't know the webcam.
4: Ah! <laughs> if I want to broadcast like that. I should be allowed to. You should. Yeah, um, yeah, as long as you don't get decide. it on the walls.
2: <laughs> Wolf, Wolverhampton <laughs> Wanderers versus Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Tomorrow at three p.m. Steve Cooper reportedly has, has has got one more game to save his job as Nottingham well, how Forest did it, manager.
5: How did it feel to you? You you were yeah uh, you were at the Fulham game. you were at the Fulham mm. game. It it felt, it felt, like felt from what I them. heard from yeah, but it felt like what I heard from a lot of Forest fans that he mm. was being. Almost serenaded off. Can I, is, is, is that fair?
3: Before Marcus answered the question, no, allow me to bring a bit of context in. I think I'm right in saying I believe that Marcus watched Fulham five <laughs> Nottingham Forest nil with Roberto Martinez and s- cricketer Stuart Broad. You truly are the Jimmy yeah. Tarback of I the know, first exactly. century. He's <laughs> absolutely
2: shameless. If I can uh, just quote Tony Pulis. <laughs> 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 um I was in the actual cottage. Yeah. yeah. Where dreams are made. Yeah. It was it was absolutely made So Andy, I, you're talking about Steve Cooper. And all. I just want to talk about what what happened to me <laughs> that evening. we <laughs> talk about afraid. his canopies. I had oh, it was it was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Um, I had a nice chat with Stuart Broad. He's a Steve Cooper stay man. Incidentally, right? Good insight. Yeah, lovely lovely chap. I had um, ch- quick chat with Roberto Martinez in the bogs. Congratulated him on what he's doing with Portugal. Are you just following what? people around? I said I said if you want to be future England, are you shake your hand,
3: man, from Banza. <laughs> Well, oh in the toilets,
5: hopefully. Yeah.
2: I said, once Sir Gareth is done with the job, if you want to be England manager in the future, I would be willing to entertain that. Nice. He said, stop looking at my willy. So, who are you? <laughs> I said, we're the...
4: out on the balcony now, Roberto.
2: <laughs> Everyone's looking at it.
4: <laughs> put it You're not a details man, are you?
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: Your willy's out. Yeah, Roberto. We know you
3: like attacking, but put it away.
4: Uh, I know it's a cold night, but come on. Um... <laughs>
2: Um, uh, yes, but uh, uh, what was your question? Andy? Great insight that. did the has enjoy...
4: got a lovely penis. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <I>, uh... <laughs> Himmel and scored two goals. Tom Kearney got the fifth. Uh, you know, Christmas so you, came early. So
3: what's happened here is, huh. ever since you've said that you're worried about Fulham being able to score goals from open play, they've yeah. started to absolutely they've, rifle them home every single
2: week. They've listened.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I also think I mean, I mean, I mean, Forest were bad against Fulham. Yes.
2: Fulham were, were brilliant though.
3: But, but do you think did you think Forest were bad?
2: They weren't they weren't the worst team. That's definitely still Sheffield United. But right. uh, yeah, Forest weren't that that good. I mean, the funny thing is in the early stages of the game they did have a bit of something. But as I say Fulham just was free scoring and I think as the game wor- went on Forest were worn down. So I don't think it's I didn't look at that and think, you know, Forest are in, are in big trouble. I understand performances at the start of the season. You think about um you know, the, the away games at Arsenal and Manchester United, you know, we made a lot of those at the time. You A know, good away win at Chelsea, which wasn't that long ago, I suppose. There was a bit of something. I know they've got a couple of injuries as well and, and so on. But I, I don't think Forrest will go down. Um, but, you know, I think we're this far into the season and there's been a bit of a slide and people start getting nervous. Mm. Or angry as the owner did because he chucked his badge in the hedge, yeah, didn't he? <laughs> yeah,
3: but there's, they've only won one Premier League game since the start of September.
2: Yeah, and and so it to... I think
5: for a number of weeks they've looked like where is the next win coming from?
3: Yes, that's,
2: that's
5: the issue. Really, that, that
2: is the issue because again at the start of the season it was kind of like okay we haven't won a couple of these games but you're not really expected to and there was something there was performance uh, in there there was goals there was a, sort of an identity if you like uh, with the team you know yeah. Gibbs White was you know looking um, great in the centre of the pitch and 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 so on that doesn't seem to be there now. And it's a case of, mm, okay, is this a bit of a rut that they come out? Because Mm. again, we're not expecting the aforementioned Spurs to suddenly drop off and not be challenging for European places. You know, teams can go in a bit of a rut, but it's a tricky one. Is this a rut or is this a proper rot that's set in and, you have to change the manager. Well, I think I the, don't. I the, my honestly, I honestly don't know. It's such I think a busy thing Christmas is, Christmas
4: period as well.
2: Yeah, and but, I think that, that that my thoughts were with regards to the fans is actually when they were down, they were still supporting the manager. I don't think it was serenading him off as in we bloody love you, see you later. Might, I mean, that could have changed by 5-0 and, and knowing the owner as they do. And so Yeah,
5: I, I think that's it more than knowing the owner because mm. Maranakis has never been completely sold on him. No. and so, so that's the thing. I think it's not Forest fans saying, thanks for everything you've done, it's time to go. I think it's Forest fans and the impression right right I get from is Forest like. fans. Exactly. Knowing which way yeah. the wind's blowing mm. and yeah. saying, look, we still love you, man.
2: Yeah, I, and think, and I, 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 think, I think that's, that's probably fair. I mm. think that's probably fair. And, and do you know what? It's very rare in football you get that. Mm. Yeah, very rare yeah. And, I think, and, it, and it shows you what type of man and what type of manager Steve Cooper's done and what he's done and for what
5: them. they've lacked for a quarter of a century
2: yeah and, and, and fair play to the fans for doing that Yeah, because they could be like oh, bloody hell you know, look, we're, we're in the Premier League now and you, you forget all that but I, th- I actually thought that was really nice of the fans mm. to do yeah. that and I think he was really touched and his post-match comments were very very interesting but it did seem like a, a, a chap who is, is, is down on his luck a bit and is saying look, even when he says I'll do what's best for the football club he's basically saying if I get sacked I understand it but he'll walk into another job and of course he will, but that's yeah.
3: th- That's not necessarily the point. Yeah. What's gonna happen though, I'll tell you right now what's gonna happen. Um, Wolves are gonna lose this game in the last minute for a dodgy penalty, and Gary O'Neill's gonna steal the headlines
2: again <laughs> and I think Cooper looked at the fixtures when he when he spoke to the owner he was just like you managed to sweet talking, just one more game. Yeah. yeah. Game. yeah. Oh, wow, I've secured that. As long as we're not losing. But,
3: but I, I do I do think there's an, a couple of things that I'd add, just that not only has Maranakis perhaps never been sold on Cooper. Maranak has probably never really been sold on anyone.
2: Well I was about to he's, say
3: he's a he's a trigger happy owner. Yeah. And he's got a very, very, you know, careful what I say, but he's got a very, very interesting past. Mm. Um and um clearly is like I say, I can't really say any more than this. The fact that is an interesting character, and it's, he it's, doesn't respect Lanyards. He doesn't respect Lanyards <laughs> <laughs> at all. He could have hit he could have hit rog, Roy Hodgson with that, chucking it in a hedge carelessly. Yeah, he, yeah. Um
2: but but Roy Hodgson did do a lap of honour at Craven Cottage after the game. <laughs>
4: Players never had it so good. <laughs> Swooping uh, around. Um, the,
3: the other thing is that you know, regardless of that point, though, they have brought players in. Yeah. I mean, it's not though they haven't. Oh, they have uh,
4: signed, a lot, they've signed
2: a lot. They have signed a lot of yeah, players that presumably
3: yeah. Yeah. Cooper's had say in. Yeah. And you look around that team. I know that so Gibbs White didn't start. I don't think against against Fulham. No, it didn't. Though. But they've got. Interesting players going forward. I mean, Callum Hudson-Odoi plays for him. He mm. was linked by a minute for thirty million quid not that long ago. Yeah, he's he's taken a big left turn since then, hasn't he? Big time. But he's clearly got a huge amount of ability. There's a player in there. Felipe's a good player. Olá Aina's mm. played at a good level. You know, he's mm-hmm. clearly a yeah. know, good Premier League player. Anthony yeah. Lang played at United. You know, Rigi's played in the Champions League of the latter stages. You know, mm. these are players who have got history and have got a um, got ability. Um, Chris, Chris Wood I mean Chris Wood's 32 now fine he's not scored a lot he didn't do very well at Newcastle but he was a double figures Premier League goal scorer I mean they, at they, 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 you know, these yeah. are players who've done stuff they,
2: they're gambles but I mean that's what you have to do I mean look at Fulham you know signing Willian you know a player like Andres Pereira Mm. Um, you know there's one or two others in there he was um,
3: great against Forrest by the way he ran the show didn't yeah,
2: he Yeah, yeah he was, Raul Jimenez, is another one that seems to be coming to fruition hopefully for for, for Fulham's sake mm. but you, you've got to gamble sometimes on players you think well there is ability he hasn't quite done it or he's taking a left turn as you say Andy and so on um, it's not quite happening I mean Al- Alanga's been a, a pretty good for them so far this season um, I, I, I think it would be a shame if 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 Cooper was was sacked, it it would,
5: and particularly in the context of Arne getting injured. I mean, you know, unless you're like, yeah, unless you're like a top six side, something like that is going to absolutely kipper you. Of course, yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. So they will be facing Wolves away. I mean, Wolves have they're up in uh, in thirteenth on eighteen points, and I think Wolves they're surely looking up, aren't they? I mean, they're not, not looking down, and I think for Wolves. They start putting runs together. I don't think it is utterly ridiculous to say that they could push for a top half finish. Maybe like 10th or something.
3: Yeah, I think the, the one of the most underrated players in the league this season is He Chan. Mm. No one talks about mm. him. He, he seems to score every single week. He looks really sharp whenever he plays. Um, and, and the reason I think that's particularly interesting when it comes to Wolves is because the criticism of Wolves has been... They don't just don't score goals. Yeah, look, at, look at them now. They're roughly scoring the amount of goals commensurate with their position in the table, which is a big change.
5: Yeah, we spoke about this on Wednesday, and really, that this is with Wolves, it's the difference between becoming from going from an average to struggling side mm-hmm. to comfy mid-table. Yeah, you know yeah. that that mm-hmm. is that is the difference being able to put it. In the and I think there, I think
3: I, I also think I know I would say this, but I also think Gary O'Neill, yeah, deserves credit. I mean, Wolves oh, are a huge. huge Wolves are a really big club. You know, they've got a huge storied history. The expectation mm-hmm. there is high. Um, the circumstances and he
2: took over in as
3: well the circumstances were difficult he was quite harshly treated in his last job mm-hmm. which itself was a baptism of fire mm-hmm. he doesn't really feel like he's had a position where he's been able just to settle himself in and go right now this is how I want to do things yeah. the clubs have always been big and so for, for him to to swim rather than sink in that environment, I think it's impressive. Does it did feel
5: it, a bit sad they're doing it without dirty Diego Costa?
2: It, it, yeah. <laughs> 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 there may be a link between why their fortunes have increased. I was about to say, Andy, because... Aren't you know, they mobile at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're not scoring goals, because they haven't got the big man in there. Um, by the way, speaking of him, did you see, he's now played for Botafogo, of course, in uh, in Brazil.
5: Yeah, I'm absolutely terrified that he's going to join Leon in the transfer window. We're <laughs> 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 just now in the coffin. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he, 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 recently, when he was playing for them, he was seen holding the referee to avoid getting a yellow yeah, card. Yeah, I saw that. It's just super, you're not going to come on. Yeah, come, look at me in the eye and book it, me.
4: It, he's much <laughs> he can't more get his arms out. Much more physically strong than the
3: referee as well. It's quite unsettling to watch. Yeah, the referee really should have sent him off really for that.
4: Course, and, yeah, well, yeah. he dropped his yellow card, hadn't he? So, I mean, he, maybe he was helping him look for it. Right, by, stopping him, a... help, by, by stopping him picking no, it up. Well, sort of put, say... put that straight back in your pocket. You won't be yeah, doing it's that. like when you sort of drop like a contact lens or something quite um, fragile. Mm. You don't want anyone to stand on it. Yeah. So you sort of hold it. Hey, steady. Don't stand on my contact it's lens. It's kind
3: of like when you, quote, unquote, help the barman,
2: isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Just get round behind well, there. Get around behind get there. quite busy. By the way, while we're in Brazil, have you seen that... Santos were relegated for the first time in their history. I haven't seen that. I can smell yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A hundred and eleven year history, first time relegated. Fans took it okay though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Was
4: there not, they they
5: not like burn down the stadium or something? No, they set fire to a load of cars outside. Let's not exaggerate. Come on. Okay.
4: Yeah. Right. Sorry, I've done them That's a disservice fine. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Palais' former side. Yeah. Is that the first? Neymar's former side. Mm. That would have, so yeah. I guess, well, he, he died um, last year, so it was the first season that, um, Maybe it's related, that's what I'm yeah. saying. We should clarify, Pele.
3: Yeah, not Neymar. <laughs> Sorry, not Neymar. Sorry, <laughs> not Neymar no.
4: His career is dead. I think people would know that.
3: PS, PSG has died because of Neymar. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The
5: thing is, if you were an out-of-contract player at the moment, I, I, I was thinking about this because, you know, Tony Cascarino had that incredible couple of seasons at Marseille Mm. after they got relegated from the the, the top flight after Mm. the whole Glassman scandal the match fixing thing and Cascarino a player who with all due respect to him was a good player never would have played for Marseille normally went over there had an amazing time became an absolute he's a legend there now. Yeah, he was welcomed back there recently. Yeah, I they love had that. Him, yeah, they I love had that. him to a game there recently with a shirt with his name printed on the back, and there was him stood next to a couple of far more storied players. Yeah. And it was, he's it was next nice. to Papan. You know, like Exactly. I was better than you on football management. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think if, if you were someone who was kind of drifting at Premier League or Championship yeah. Club, would you and be go out like thinking, oh yeah, second tier at Santos? That could be a bit of me next season. Because
3: the amount of. Like atmosphere at the stadium, the amount of kind of passion. Aren't they one of the most supportive clubs in the world? They've got the most, they claim to have the most members. Say? Uh, no, oh, uh, Santos, Santos, yeah. sorry, sorry. They sorry. claim to have one of the most amount of members. I think they, uh, they're a club with the most amount of members. Yes. Of outside of like Barcelona around Real Madrid or something. Mm. They're huge. So, I mean, it would be an incredible experience. It would be much better than going to fucking Saudi. Yeah. You know, it would oh, be, yeah. be incredible. Mm.
0: No, yeah, you know, you're
5: I'd, right. I'll be all over that. It'd be even better for the four months where you actually got paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: but the thing is, even you can if you go
5: on loan to Pompey, though,
2: if
3: you don't get, if you don't get, if you don't get paid, you can, um, you set can just, the yeah, set a a car.
2: <laughs> I was yeah. about to say, if you if if you are a budding footballer, you think to go and they don't park outside the stadium. No, definitely yeah. not. You know, is, get the is, bus. Is, is is it get the bus? Yeah, uh, gentlemen, Aston Villa versus Arsenal on Saturday at five thirty. What a treat! The Emmy Martinez Derby. And before we go any further. I need to apologize to Emmy Martinez because. Right. when because
3: of him fucking the trophy. No. <laughs> the
2: World Cup trophy. When we spoke about the FIFA awards, we were saying, oh, you know, I felt it should have been Haaland instead of Messi. But, okay, I understand Messi got it with the World Cup heroics and so on. And then we spoke about Emmy Martinez winning the best goalkeeper. Yeah. And I was a bit disparaging. I was like, ah, oh, come on, and so on. Whereas actually, looking back on it, I actually quite like he got best goalkeeper because it's not necessarily he is the goalkeeper with the most ability in the world. He is the goalkeeper who has been very important in that, mm. in that year for, for club and country. Yeah. And then since then, you know, just look at some of the saves he's been making, even yeah. in his last couple of games. He's been brilliant. He's been yeah. absolutely superb. And so I... Um, Have written about him? I've written about him. <laughs> <laughs> This is an ode to Emmy Martinez. Oh. Emmy Martinez, a true character of the game. Who <laughs> give him the buttons? And surely future inductee of the Argentina Hall of Fame. <laughs> In shootouts, you eat penalty takers for dinner. And now you're immortalized as a World Cup winner. <laughs> when the FIFA awards were given, I was foolish, I was harsh. Which is some cheat considering you play football at Villa Park and I at Hackney Marsh. <laughs> Around the world, you now have a lot of love because you're a top goalkeeper and you hump the golden glove. Yes, oh, nice. Beautifully timed In as the well. week that
3: Benjamin Zephaniah died. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a huge tribute. Hold
2: yeah, well on, mate. Well You're clapping yourself there, are you? I'm clapping Emmy Martinez. Fair enough. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. as we all should.
4: <laughs> very unexpected. Mark's um, got a writer.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wrote that when my uh, seven-month-old was asleep on me. There we go. Oh, very nice. See. very nice. Would the
3: love never end.
2: You're, don't the, only, think
3: you're so. the only person um, on this show with the exception of possibly Pete you can get away with doing that kind of stuff. Do you think so? Yeah, mm. I think so, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, Pete's would have been full of expletives and quite rude. Y- yeah, 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 I'm just thinking about yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, would,
2: <laughs> it would
4: mainly be about the fucking. Yeah. Well, I got it in there, you know. Yeah, yeah. You squeezed yeah. it in yeah. the end. <laughs> Bit of blue for Petey. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, if Villa win would. this... Would you pop it down each of the finger holes? <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> in turn, one, two. would you go thumb, forefinger, and then go I down? I think I'd save for thumb for the last it, trip. Yeah. You've r- got little r- 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 yes. yeah. you yeah. got a little last for the final yeah. pump. <laughs> for the final pump. The final pump. Yeah. Then hand it over to some, some fan. <laughs> Sign it. Sign it and hand it over to some fan. Uh, and the big wigs in Qatar are <laughs> watching on horror. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, yeah. get that
2: man out of this country. Yeah.
3: Um, one thing that's really interesting about this game is that, you know, Arsenal obviously top of the league and it's a Saturday Teton treat, of course but Aston Villa have they won 10 home Premier League games in a row they've been, they've been magnificent they have been absolutely fucking brilliant mm. it is this different fifteen. this would be, 15. Yeah. This would be 15. 15
2: nobody could have predicted this you could have well, said that, I did at the start of the season you said what after 15 games Villa would be third four points off the top I said
3: they'd be in the top four
2: when? I said they get top when? four. What, oh, we're cool. seeing the, the predictions,
3: predictions <laughs> will
2: not we? Yeah, okay.
3: cool, cool guys <laughs> So your your, your just predictions. Just cool guys chatting. So you? Sorry, Pete. Do you want to another fucking piece of clothing? Talk yeah. about
4: that. Have you jizzed in your pants? I'm just. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> you know
5: what? That that would probably be politer than revealing your pre-season predictions. No, no, in December. Point, no, I know. Good Actually,
4: bullshit because to you be honest, Because to be honest, I've had a stinker. No, I was just trying to make sure.
3: Brass soy Marcus. Yeah. The nice guy over there, the fucking clever one over there, told me last night some of his predictions... So don't fucking say it. You can't say it because you, you said it that's yesterday. It on the shore, yeah, but that, that, that
2: is a bit different, though. Why? Different. It's way different. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, if, if you said something on air and you went, well, well," he said it to me at dinner last night. It's like, yeah, but it's not a broadcaster. No, I just, think, I just think
3: I'm trying to listen to the only one I know. Shut up, Andy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let
3: Tim Burgess
5: do his thing. He's talking now.
2: Yeah. I look, oh, well, <laughs> You my, know my... damn
5: well I was in the toilet for the only <laughs> one I
2: know. <died. laughs> I, yeah. I, I just wanted to get to the fact that... Um, it's not only Emery who clearly takes credit for, for Villa success. It's also you. Thank you right. very much, everyone. You, you, in your yeah. prediction, you've played your part. Um, yeah. But they have been magnificent. There's no two ways about that. This, you know, this, this, this season, I mean, even last season, but this season, now people talk about, oh, you know, you've got to go to Villa Park. Mm. It's a fortress. Yeah. It is yeah. officially a fortress, Andy Brassel, I put it to you.
5: Yeah, and they've got so many attacking options, which is what makes this game so exciting as well. I mean, I would... As well as the fact that they overwhelmed Manchester City in that game on Wednesday night, I think you would have to go a long way to find a 1-0 win that was as exciting as that. Definitely. Mm. Andy, it's brilliant. What I wanted to ask you when I knew we were going
3: to be talking about Villa and Emery is that it'd be interesting to get a sense check from you who covers a lot of European football about whether you think that Emery's ability and reputation has been like heavily underrated in this country just because of the Arsenal experience and whether it's actually less of a surprise if you actually know a bit about, say, Spanish football or European football.
5: I still think it's a little bit of a surprise because not that they're succeeding, but they're succeeding to this level and that they're attacking with this kind of verve because I think most people who know Unai Emery quite well think he's a very good coach and think he was a bit harshly treated because of his experiences at Arsenal and PSG. And mainly the suggestion there would be that maybe he can't quite deal with elite players. Like Neymar, for example, wouldn't talk to him. Maybe that says more about Neymar than it says about I think Unai Emery. Yeah, yeah, I, it definitely yeah, yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Next point. <laughs> but, but anyway, I think the sense about Unai Emery is he's always a little bit overcautious, thinks about the opposition a little bit too much. And doesn't necessarily have the bravery to go and win games. But his team do. This mm-hmm. team do. Which yeah. is quite a departure for Emery.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. you know, I mean, what did he have? A fifth place finish with Arsenal? Was that in his first season they kind of tailed off? At you the know, the I'm, I'm not really
5: talking about the, the numbers though. I mean, he got a couple of third places with Valencia. I'm, I'm talking about the manner in which the team play. Because this Villa team are not just successful... They're absolutely box office.
2: Look, sometimes a player goes to a, a team and doesn't quite work out and then becomes a world mm. beater elsewhere. You know, sometimes we don't think, we it's don't give the managers. Fit. And it's also the circumstances kind of grace, at Arsenal you know. because,
3: you know, you come in
2: post wenger and all that The talk, the that, talk yeah, of yeah, who exactly. it was going to be
3: for years and yeah. he's, he's going into a situation where it's no different really to the people who've struggled after Ferguson at United. Exactly. It's the same principle. Yeah. And, and he, I just thought it was a really brave move for him to take that job. Mm. It, it felt
5: um, like the right moment for him though because, of course, he could have had the Newcastle job mm. before. <clears throat> He thought about it and then decided against it.
2: Yeah. And I think with Villa, you know, we know they've got a decent squad. You, you can't do what he's doing without a decent squad. But it shows you just how crucial the manager can be because whenever we talk about Villa, we immediately talk about the manager. Mm. The tune he's getting out of these players is, is quite something. As I say, they have a good team.
5: Well, talking of the cottage, the, the graveyard for Premier League managers, <laughs> it always makes me think of when we were there, Stephen when Gerard. Stephen Gerrard got his, his sent off And
2: what, what a low point they were at then. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. And it wasn't that long ago, of course. No. Um, but uh, the way they played that game against Manchester City, it shows the maturity they weren't hanging on. They were, you know Man City nah. didn't have many chances, if any, at all.
3: And, and 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 sometimes, you know, you look at teams who can nick a win against Man City. Yeah. A team, you know, Man City are in a bit of a weird phase at the moment, it seems, as we sit here talking about them now. But with it's not it wasn't that. It was like this is a team with a plan. They're executing that plan, and that plan is better than Man City are on the night. And that's a different thing than just, you know, camping out in your own half and hoping you, you get what you get. In many ways, like, the identity they've got is so strong that it makes you confident they're going to be able to sustain this, mm-hmm. um, even though they've got, you know, potentially some quite tricky European fixtures. If they finish, if they finish fourth this season, it'll be their best finish since 1996. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, mm. that, and that, that's going back a long old way,
2: you know. When was the last time they won the title? Come on, before just think the, big. B- before, <laughs> before <laughs> that, yeah. It was. But, the, but that, of course,
3: part of the reason, part of the context, of this conversation is the team has won European trophies and they're a, they a huge club.
2: They last won the league in 1981. Yeah, I've just checked, and uh, you know that's what you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, just, you know what I mean? so and and, and and the reason I think that's interesting
3: as well is because that is part of the story of why Aston Villa have been you know in the second languishing in the second tier for a club of their size because the expectation is high yeah. and because people demand more and because you know they're, they're, you know it's not that long ago that they've had success and they've not um ridden the crest of that Premier League wave the way that some other clubs who were perhaps a bit smaller than them have done for whatever reason so for Emery to come and restore that mm. it's a bit early to say that at the moment because they haven't actually achieved anything yet really but if they do you know, the, the, the season they could have mm-hmm. realistically I'm not saying it will happen but it is not unrealistic to say that Aston Villa could finish in the top four of the Premier League this season and win a European trophy yeah. and you would not be, you'd be laughed out of town by saying that Three years ago, and mm-hmm. they've
2: and they've managed that European football and Premier League so well. People might say, "Oh, it's the Conference League and it's a poor standard," but you still got to do the travel. You've still got to do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, they've they've been they've been superb, and the way they're going is that Jack Grealish might want to go back there soon. <laughs> he, he might be lucky to get, get back there now. soon. <laughs> yeah. Step up. Yeah, he might yeah. be lucky
3: to get back there at this rate. Um, all right, it. now it's time for the Ramble Acker with Betfair. Uh, with Betfair this season, you can build your football accumulators with their 90-minute payout, where all winning selections will be paid out at 90 minutes on their match odds 90 markets, regardless of what happens in added time. So today and every Friday, we're building an Acre of our four Matt Child's 90 bets from across the Premier League now Marcus you successfully completed a hat-trick of incorrect picks last week mm. um, I've tried to phrase that as positively as I can and that cost us we had three out of four <laughs> we had three out of four just needed a Palace Ooh.
2: winner and yeah. they and Hodgson let us all down
3: but the players have never had it so good so that's a consolation true
2: yeah um, <laughs> who have you gone for this week Fulham to beat West Ham
3: <sighs> okay fair enough Peter, you got it. You got <laughs> You, gotta you have way. the joint worst record in this. Show five out of ten, but you
4: have got your last two correct. Mm, okay, Um I until I saw I, I actually chose this before um Newcastle Everton last night. But I'm going to go for Spurs versus Newcastle uh, a draw, and I was going to say a high-scoring draw, but uh uh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm less confident, but I'm still going to go for it because I, I have the courage of yesterday's convictions. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> it might like be like a true party animal.
3: I think it might be nil-nil because they've got neither team's got any players. Neither team's got any players. Um, Andy,
5: Liverpool to win at Crystal Palace. Okay, fair mm. enough. I, I'm I'm liking Liverpool at the moment. I feel they've got quite a way to get better as well. And they're better than Crystal Palace, for there sure. There is that. There yeah, is Palace, that. Palace are in a state at the moment. And, of course, if we don't predict Liverpool, when Jurgen Klopp might get very angry. <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, and I said earlier that Pete's got the joint worst
3: record in this group of presenters here. You're the other person, five out of ten. Yeah. So uh, Liverpool to beat Palace. Hopefully, that'll see you back on the horse. Now... Just to show that I'm not full of bluster. You don't just get bluster and chat and empty rhetoric. You do get that. (laughs) (laughs) But you also get uh, a man with the courage of his convictions. Uh, I've gone for Aston Villa to beat Arsenal. (sighs) And my record isn't massively better than than Andy or Peaks. I've got six out of ten. So just one better than them. I think these Um, records aren't actually that bad. They're not that bad. They're not that bad. Um, So Fulham, in summary, Fulham to win. Spurs and Newcastle to draw. Liverpool to win. And Aston Villa to um, continue their imperious home form and beat Arsenal um, I actually have a really good feeling about this week for us, guys. I think there's a really good set of selections there. Uh, and a £10 bet with Betfair on that returns £295.53. If we win all that money, we'll go to Prostate Cancer UK. And just to remind you, for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend, Betfair are donating £10 to Prostate Cancer UK. And we've already raised £370 this season alone from that. So that's great. Um, remember with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their match or 90 markets, you're winning bet is paid out in full at 90 minutes. Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are then undone by some stoppage time drama will not be affected. And that's the same for our ACCA 2 every week. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. teas and C's apply. 18 plus only. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begamblerware.org. Dean Smith also says you an
0: encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football.
4: I don't know what that means. Oh, can I go back to Villa, please? It's a simple game of categories. You go too slow, you're going to be hearing Gary Nell's orgasm, which will leave you seven seconds. Uh, Vish, uh, I'd say, I mean, he's, he's won his um, second successive title uh, last week, but I, I don't really count the week before because uh, that was the debacle um, that I administered. <laughs> right. <We're going> to- <laughs> We're going to kick things off. a clean game today, then. Yeah, yeah, I just think yeah. th- there's grown-ups in the room here, I think, even if we we're mm-hmm. a bit tired after the Charltons last night. Um, right. Charltons <laughs> album tracks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, neither of you would win, because you were arguing about before, Ollie, about what tracks were where and, and all that business. Andy, Andy would win. win. Hurry up, pop right. boy, hurry up. Andy, <laughs> we're going to kick things off. Um, players and, of... Sorry, Andy's going first. He is, yeah what's wrong with that it's a massive advantage that's what's wrong with that I don't think it is well, I don't think it's proved to be in the past no it? no completely uh, completely agree with that Andy uh, and uh, that's a point for you um, <laughs> players who have played every minute in the Premier League so far this season there are 14 players Andy first players who have played every minute in the Premier League so far this season Emmy Martinez Ooh, you oh. fucker that was what I was going for you dirty bastard great 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 advantage glad he went first because I would have said him otherwise (laughs) (laughs) me too yeah (laughs) yeah right, Bernd Leno he has come on he has
3: because I respect our listeners and I want to give them some entertainment I'm Mm. going for an outfield player yeah yeah. fair Lewis Dunk
4: (laughs) oh fuck he got sent
3: off didn't he
2: I'm of course lucky.
3: he did Ah oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> He normally
2: <laughs> always
4: plays it's, Every minute It's 1-0 to spell Marcus oh. Well done mate
2: <laughs> Get that category out of the way It's crap you Get
5: the
4: Charlotte's Album track Do it. On. Do There's do a lot of want... players You don't want to play Every minute of the Premier League <laughs> <laughs> And Andrea Nana Being one of them Bruno Fernandes uh, Ethan Piv- P- uh, Pinnock um, Zabani, uh We've got Trafford in there we got uh, Anderson, we got Anderson We've got Maximilian Kilman we got Robert San- Sanchez we got uh, Sam Johnson we got Tiago Silva uh, Kaminski and Saliba. Tell so you what, silver. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. Wow. Adamate, it's it, nearly 40 It is yeah. vintage. All right, number two. <laughs> to be fair, uh, Chelsea are languishing. <laughs> Marcus for the win, I suppose. Uh, players that have scored over 25 Premier League goals for Aston Villa. Oh, nice one. Players that have scored over 25 <laughs> <You absolute laughs> Premier League.
5: Fuck me. What did
3: he say? 60 goals. If you want
5: on you. No, I just didn't hear. He said
4: Dwight York. Okay. I'll go. Ollie Watkins. You're going to go for Olly Watkins. You're going to get Olly Watkins, 48. The big man, Gabby Agbon-Lahore. <laughs> Gabby agbon Agbon-Lahor, 73. Long <sighs> Julian leading, leading the field. Ooh, good to hear him Mitch. Correct Marcus, 39. Excellent. Well, well thank you. That is
3: the moment of the game for me.
4: <laughs> Beautiful. I'll go. I'll give you a little clue. Oh, who's that? Did Emil it? Heskey. No, nice. I was say DJ Greelo there. Heskey. Uh, Emil Heskey. we will go with a... No. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Although surprised am I. That, I am that, that right. was the coder
5: of his career, really, wasn't
3: it? I am repellent. Repellent. I cannot
4: get anything right at this game. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Maybe, maybe you could predict that you're going to not do very well, and then you get that right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're giving Andy a lot of time here.
4: Sorry, Andy. Oh, well,
5: I can quickly go for the, the late, great Dalian Atkinson. Oh.
4: No way No Didn't get it, Spell didn't, get it. didn't get it Didn't Marcus get it. wins uh, Very easy A mercifully short game Yeah <laughs> Good
3: But I got it with the moment of the game you did it's been a very Aston Villa-themed show
4: for you
2: today. Could we have had Christian Benteke? Yeah. Was he there long enough for
4: that? Uh, you could have had Christian Benteke, 42 goals, quite yeah. a lot of them. Uh, I Emil mean, Heskey only scored nine goals in the Premier League for uh, obviously he's never Villa. So uh, Ashley Young, he had 30. Uh-huh. 30? Yeah. Oh, that wasn't great. Uh, I guess he played a bit further forward. Darius Vassell, 35. Vassell. The the pride of Turkey, um, Dean Saunders, <laughs> Dion Dublin, Gareth Barry, Ian Taylor, John Carew, uh, Juan Pablo Angel, oh, Lee yeah. Hendry, and Savo Milosavljevic. I had of
2: it. did you? Yeah, I thought he didn't was a need bit it. Of a did you had some to Lovely to hear his
4: name, though. Yeah, he bonked his head on a thing, didn't he? He bonked his head on a on a on a roof or something, did he? And that's why he wore a headscarf. I remember like that Corgan.
2: Fabulous goal he scored. I think it was in the League Cup final against Leeds United.
4: Bit of a tour oh. for me, Marcus. It felt like a bit of a tour.
2: Yeah. And that Ronaldinho one was <laughs> <tour at> <laughs> as well. Sometimes they he go did in <laughs> He did uh, other that stuff. He did other stuff. That
3: one at Stanford Bridge was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah,
2: there we are. I remember watching that in real time thinking, mm. fucking how's he done that? What a player, Milosevic, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betfair, part of the Acas Creator Network. Do join us tomorrow for that mailbag, everybody. Follow us on uh, Twitter currently known as X TikTok YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble and don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app the keys are in the lock Andy Brassel the door is open and the charlatans are playing of course how fitting (laughs) no
3: Pitbull's covering a charlatan song oh we know he's (laughs) He's
2: got residency like like, like one to another (laughs) (laughs) how high I'll show you how high baby (laughs) Um, thank you very much Luke Moore thank you thank you Pete Donaldson goodbye enjoy the weekend everyone thank you Andy Brassel thank you thank you everybody see you soon